to the Octane Feel Your Fire podcast with Dave Jimenez and Randy Messman. All right, Randy, episode three. Made it a couple weeks. Been pretty busy. Episode three. It's the uh, first time we're recording not in the same place. It's a little bit odd, but it'll work just fine. I know. I, I actually missed your pretty face, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this, but I'm going to try my hardest. Yeah, we can do it. Where there's a will, there's right. a way. That's right. All right, so uh, let's talk. Uh, let's let's do a little catch up. Why don't you tell us about your nutrition for the week? How'd breakfast go for you this week? My questionable dietary choices. Yes, your questionable dietary choices. Now it's uh, it's been going good actually. I uh, my fitness pal has been my close personal friend. It truly has been my little fitness pal. Yeah, you and me both. I um, so I'm I've been pretty uh, diligent about recording really everything and, and trying to really figure out what my portion sizes are too. But so far I'm down about three and a half pounds from, I guess the time that I texted you and is even able, uh, able to eat a piece of cheesecake on Saturday. Cheesecake rocks, man. Stuff so good. It was from the cheesecake factory too. So it wasn't like, it was like the legit cheesecake, not like the homemade stuff or the stuff from the freezer, but like, I think I had the uh, Oreo, and we're not in any way affiliated with Nabisco <laughs> or their subsidiaries. That was the Oreo Dream Catcher something or oh, other. That stuff's so good, man. It, it, there's not one there you can't just devour. And I was good though. I had like the uh, the turkey burger before that, and then uh, the cheesecake. So yeah, everything's so far so good, man. That's good. Yeah, me too. I've been training. And stuff like that. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to lean out for this coming year. It's one of my goals for the off season, and so I've been doing the my fitness pal thing as well. I mean, we're not associated with those guys, but it's a darn good app. So uh, it's worth worth a mention. I don't even think anything is close to it. I know that Training Peaks had a had something in there for a while, but like I don't think any other app has the database of foods that my fitness pal does. I agreed. So yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching mine too. Start the morning off with a smoothie usually, and been snacking every couple three hours, and just kind of doing that. And then you know, training wise, I've been really just doing a lot of strength training, but mixed in a little more running this week. Got to swim in, so it's been a pretty good week. So what's like your overall goal? I mean, how? Like, do you have like a weight goal or body fat composition goal or what? You know, man, I don't even get on the scale that much. Uh, I use my clothes for that kind of thing, but my overall goal is just to lean out. I got two Ironmans in 2015, so as big as I am, they're pretty. They're that much harder on your body. So I want to try to get as lean as I can, get as strong as I can, so muscles can support joints and protect them and. I can be successful those in that way. So that's the goal is just to lean out, um, fit back into the 34-inch waist pants. I'm in the 38s again, so I got some work to do there. And if I can get there on my frame, man, that's uh, that's kind of doing something. I'm a, I'm a big guy, so it's good. So that's really my goal is that, and just to be overall more fit, more strong, going in next year. Very cool. Yeah. So. Uh, for the episode for this week, we're going to talk about gear, right? We're going to talk about some of your recent purchases and more importantly, kind of where you're doing that so that folks can take a peek at those places. And uh, I'll chime in on some of the places 
that I do. I've got some ideas for Christmas time for <laughs> for us, and so uh, why don't we get started on that that first segment? You know, gear on a budget. I'm super excited because number one, I'm I'm very cheap, but number two, I love I love fitness gadgetry and gear. So whatever I'm interested in, I always want to you know have the t-shirt, the hat. We've talked about this, the stickers. Um, the latest shoes, but not like the super latest shoes because I don't want to pay the latest shoes prices. Right. But this week I've actually, I'm not just preaching, I'm practicing what I preach because I've taken part in some of these deals this week, probably too many of the deals. But the first two are from uh, 6pm.com. That's the number 6pm.com. And we've mentioned these guys before. But I purchased a pair of Brooks Glycerin 11s for $59.99. That is a whopping 60% off of the $150 retail. And uh, you you have those shoes, don't you? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, it's, they're good, it's a good cushion shoe. Um, no stability in that one. It's a really good... Uh, really good distance shoe, actually. Um, you'll ha- you'll be happy with that one, I think. Um, I'm a big fan of that shoe. Yeah, I'm excited about getting it in. Um, and then also the infamous Newtons, the Isaac and the Isaac S are both $44.99, which is 70% off of a $150 retail. And I have already purchased two pairs of the Isaacs. And uh, had a pair of the Isaac S's, but I think after after a year of running, I don't uh, overpronate as much as I used to, so I just stuck with the the regular Isaacs. Love the shoe, though. I, I, you know a lot about this shoe, don't you? Yeah, actually, where I wore the S for a little while, kind of like you, uh, when I was still needing a bit more posting and structure in my shoe. But yeah, the Isaac offers. Uh, Quite a bit more cushion than most of the Newton line. I think the Energy now offers as much as the old Isaac did. Uh, it's a good shoe, really good shoe. I wore that one uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the Isaac and the Isaac S. So you'll be happy with that one as well. Uh, I like that one. I'm I'm in the Energy. I'm more of a Newton Energy uh, and a Newton Fate guy now. Kind of really like those two, but harder to find those two on a on a on a sale side at least right now now they they did have a lot of other shoes in there on sale but what i did was i tried to find what i thought was a notable discount and 70 percent or 44 45 bucks for a pair of newtons is nothing to sneeze at no it's great you know the uh i think the important disclaimer that we need to throw in here though randy is you know make sure that if this is a shoe you're going to put some mileage on that you're getting the right shoe for you and what you need. So if you are an you know an overpronator, for example, and you need some structure in there, make sure you get a structure shoe. And if you're a more neutral person, make sure you get a neutral shoe because the structured shoes are going to be too much for you and not going to like them very much. So especially like I said last week, in the off season is a good time to try new things and. If you're looking to try new things and you don't get the right things, it'll give you a, sort of a bad taste in your mouth. So important to make sure you're getting the ones, uh, the right the right shoe for your physiology, your run gait, uh, the, the way your foot hits the ground. All of those things are really, really important. Now, I've got a question about that. Yeah. 
because when I first started running, I was a heel striker, uh, but mm-hmm. I did a lot of research, you know, looked into the chi, the, the pose method. Um, and so I literally went out and bought a pair of Newtons and changed the way I ran. So how does that affect shoe choice, you know, going in from really a, a runner that has zero experience and, you know, some bad habits to, you know, maybe correcting or being becoming a little bit more efficient in their gait in the way that they hit the ground? Yeah. So what I'd say is you have to start somewhere, right? Right. And, and you got to fix one thing at a time. So the first thing that I did, and, you know, Randy, I came from literally never running more than a 40-yard dash, really, for the most of my life. So, you know, I was a heel striker and uh, and an overpronator when I first started running. And now I'm kind of a midfoot guy. So what you do is you get fit first. Right. And not shoe fit, but fitness. You build your fitness first, right? You you get to a point where you can actually run a 5K. And then you could start to work on some of the run mechanics. Now, the, the caveat to that is if you've got something that's so very off that it's going to hurt you, right, going to cause you an injury, yeah, definitely you want to get some of the basic things down. But if it's simply an issue of, of heel striking or if you are overstriding, for example, and your, your front foot, you can see your front foot with every stride, right, those are pretty, those are pretty standard things that, that beginning runners tend to do. And you can fix them over time once you get some fitness, right? Because without fitness, you really don't have the longevity you need to to correct those things. So, fitness first, and then then yes, you work on your 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 technique and your skills and your form, uh, and then you become a better, more efficient runner. That's what I would recommend. Cool. That's where you're the coach, man. Yep. All right. So after that, I. I like to go to a website called runningwarehouse.com, just uh, like it sounds. And so I'm very excited about this next purchase. Uh, I bought a pair of Hoka Stinson Tarmacs for $79.88, which was 50% off uh, their $160 retail. And they also have a special here if you buy a pair of clearance or sale shoes. If you buy two pairs, you get an additional... 20% 20% off. So I tried to do that. Unfortunately, they only had one pair in my size. And they also have a really cool, I guess, interactive, it's not a calculator, but you know, I guess it kind of is. It kind of calculates how, so if you have a shoe that you like and it fits you well, you basically type that in and it brings it up, brings up pictures and everything. And you tell it what size you wear in that shoe that you know fits you well and that it makes recommendations based upon your foot so they did like a 3d imaging of everything so anyway super stoked about the hokas uh and i've heard nothing i have not heard anything negative about the hokas with the exception of their aesthetic appeal yeah you know they don't look like a uh they don't look like a great shoe but they are um you look at them; they look heavy, and they're not. They're they're very light, especially for the amount of cushioning they have. Um, interestingly enough, uh, when I was in Chattanooga uh, back in September, doing volunteering at Ironman, um, we started to notice that there were lots and lots of athletes that were using the Hoka. Um, and then more recently, I listened to a podcast where they did the shoe count in Kona for the Ironman World Championships, and um, 
Hoka's making a making some big gains in the world of triathlon. They were I think one point nine of the fi- percent of the field in uh, in in twenty thirteen, and in, in twenty fourteen they were six percent. So what's that two hundred percent gain in one year? So they're a brand to pay attention to, um, and and definitely I think you're going to really like those, especially on your longer your longer distance stuff. So uh, my next find that I was very excited about. Cold Snap has came uh, come through the uh, DFW Metroplex, and I wanted uh, some jogging pants, but not like the old school jogging pants with like the elastic at the bottom, not even the newer school with no elastic at the bottom, but I wanted the, kind of the form-fitting, not tights. Yoga pants? Not yoga pants. Oh, good. Okay. Um, maybe... I sh- maybe I should have got some yoga pants. Anyway, I got these, and they were uh, nineteen ninety nine. And I had, and they're the brand is Hind H I N D. Got them at TJ Maxx. So I did not buy these online. So you might have to go and search them. And I don't even know if they're available a- everywhere. But I got the last pair. And normally forty five dollars, which is actually still pretty reasonable. Um, looked at. I, I, I like Under Armour, so I was looking at Under Armour, and I still couldn't find a pair. Even even the ones that were on sale were still like 65 bucks. So being the frugal guy that I am, I took a chance on the hind. I love them. I've ran in them uh, and biked in them uh, about four times already. So they are great. You know, they, they cut the wind, and I ran um, – in the 20s it was uh, 28 29 degrees and i ran in them and uh didn't have you know didn't even notice that my knees were cold or anything so uh, that's good very pleased with that yeah i don't uh i don't typically wear long pants or a long sleeve shirt when i'm running even if it's cold i try to stay in the shorts and the t-shirt thing but i gotta have warm hands and feet does that's where i spend my money in the winter time what do you what do you wear for gloves um i've got a couple different uh different pairs but the one that i like are um they're north face uh and i think i got them at like dicks and i i didn't really buy them for any other reason than they were one there were a pair of those that you can still operate your phone with they've got those e-tips on the end so yeah um that's why i went with with those but i have a couple pairs i have a pair of nikes as well that i I'd like to wear some too. You know, it's funny because I actually, I think I looked at the same pair because last winter I was looking for winter gloves and I ended up actually buying a pair of riding gloves from Pearl Azumi Mm -hmm. from, there's a a outlet store in Fort Worth, actually one of the very few places in the U S where there there's a factory outlet store for Pearl Azumi. So I recommend you guys go check it out if you're ever in Fort Worth. Yeah, Chris Maddox's uh, wife, Angie, uh, runs that store out there. Chris is one of my athletes. So shout out to Angie and Chris and the Pearl store over in Fort Worth. That's a great place. Um, so I've gotten a jacket, but I wear those for jogging, and they're perfect. They're real close-fitting, not a lot of extra fluff in them. So um on a on a negative note that you cannot uh, operate your phone which in my world sometimes that's really not a negative thing so it's kind of nice to to uh, i didn't you know today i took a jog and i didn't even wear headphones today i just went out and jogged and it was 
was kind of nice. Those are fun, man. Sometimes I leave the watch at home, and uh, one of the coaches at the tri club, they call it naked running, where you just go out, no electronics, and you may throw the phone in the pocket for safety reasons, but, you know, no headphones, no watch. You just go for a run just to go for a run, you know, and it's uh, therapeutic sometimes to do that. What else you got, Randy, in terms of uh, places you like to go and do some bargain hunting? Moving on to the Sierra Trading Post. And at the Sierra Trading Post, you can find a variety of triathlon-specific gear. Uh, specifically, I looked at uh, some tri-tops uh, and some race suits and some tri-shorts. And I tried to pick out the... Um, the brands that I knew a little bit about. There is a great sale on a two times U uh, long distance tri singlet tank, 40 bucks, and it's 63% off a retail of 110. And I've got a two time. I love. I like two times U. Yeah, it's great. The uh, that's what they gave us for the Gatorade team this year, and it's it's a comfortable kit for sure. So yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, and I just don't like the two times U pricing it's sometimes i feel like they took the price and multiplied it by two for you Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah that's true it's not you know i think they understand their demographics and generally in triathlon these you know folks are used to paying a lot for stuff so they they're falling in line you know getting what they can margin wise which i get yeah but uh but it's it's legit gear. I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then the uh, one piece Orca race suit was sixty dollars and sixty cents, which is sixty three percent off one hundred sixty seven dollars and sixty nine cents. So that's that is a big discount on a uh, one piece tri suit. Yeah, and on the one pieces, guys, you want to make sure that. Uh... That's another one of those things. You want to make sure that that you can be comfortable on one of those things. Um, really, really important. I, for one, uh, cannot wear them. They uh, have a long torso, and so they tend to ride up, and that gets uncomfortable after a while. So two-piece works for me, but uh, I see lots and lots of folks do, using the one-pieces, and, and they're great when they, when they work for you. So, yeah, definitely one of those things where you want to look into them a bit. You got any more? Uh, the Orca 226 Compress Tri Shorts. Oh, yeah, those are good. It's uh, 45 61% off a retail of $119. So that is uh, that's some quality gear at a very low price. And obviously, there's not going to be sizing in every size. These are, you know, kind of closeouts. So if you... If you find something, I'd I'd recommend jumping on it. Just if you know it's going to work for you, simply because uh, these things have a tendency to sell out. Literally, while I was online, uh, somebody bought the other pair of Hoka's that I wanted. So it happens. It does. It does. Got any other locations? Any bargains? Uh, besides the TJ Maxx, there's a. There's an Under Armour location in the Grapevine Mills Mall, which is an outlet store, which uh, I like. Yeah, I found that the deals at those quote-unquote outlet stores aren't all the time that great. No, I go to the uh, clearance rack. That's where I go. Yeah, I think just to add to this a little bit, 
I signed up for this thing through active.com called Active Gear Up, Randy, and it's an email-based. Uh, you subscribe to this email, and they can they can tend to send a few out a week, so they can start to litter your inbox a bit. But I have a message rule for it. But uh, generally, they have some really good deals from time to time. Like right now, they have some Pearl Zumi stuff for 50% off, men's and women's. have some bike trainers out there for 45% off. So... I look at those. I'm kind of an Amazon guy too, so love Amazon. You know, I'll go to Amazon, and for those that don't know, you're not just buying things from Amazon themselves, but they allow folks to set up uh, their own stores. So, uh, so a lot of times you'll be able to find things for a really good deal on Amazon. So don't uh, don't sleep on Amazon. Definitely check that out. And um, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, Christmas is coming up, guys, and we're we're Type A triathletes and when we feel like we need or we want something, we tend to just go out and get it. Well, our family and our friends are going to be looking for things for us for Christmas. And so instead of buying things right now, um, what I'd have you do and what I do is set up an Amazon wish list, right? So instead of going and buying it, just save it to your wish list on Amazon. That way when the wife or you know your son or daughter asks you what you want for Christmas, you can just kind of send them over to the wish list and... There'll be a couple or ten items in there that they can choose from, and uh, and you know that people people like to actually go and and buy you something. And I love gift cards like the next guy, but you know it's good to have presents under the tree or or presents to exchange uh, for the holiday. So don't forget that as an option. I think it's a it's a really good one. So Randy, that's a great idea, Randy. So they you know just to kind of recap on this, you got six pm dot com, got Runner's Warehouse, right? Yes. You got Sierra Trading Post. Got it. Um, locally, you went to TJ Maxx. I think most uh, most large metro areas in the U.S. at least has a TJ Maxx, so that's a good place to go. And then I uh, mentioned the Pearl Izumi. The Pearl Izumi store, uh, the factory store. Yeah, that's a good option. Yeah. Uh, I guess the last point on this would be buy off-season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, now is a good time to check the clearance rack for you know, some really nice summer running. If you know you need a couple performance tees, go 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 get them now because they're going to be 30, 40, 50% off. Stick them in the drawer and, and pull them out next uh, next next spring when it gets warm and, and you need one that's there. I do that really, really often, especially on the apparel stuff. Yeah, we should also mention, uh, if you like the podcast, you know, please go to iTunes and leave us a, a review. Uh, hopefully it'll be a good review uh, because that helps uh, basically to get the word out there and it gets us featured uh, on the iTunes uh, playlist so if you get a chance and you like what you hear you know go leave us a review yeah i 100 percent agree i think uh the other thing that i add to that is you know if you do leave us a review and you, you get us you get us some exposure it, it only helps make the make the show a little better we can get better guests if we can pick up a sponsor or two randy and i are not really about our own benefit and gains as much as if we can help you guys get a little benefit out of it too, then that's great, right? Get you a 30 to 40% promo code for this or that. Then we want to be able to do that, pass that along. If you help us with a review, we can, we can, we can get there eventually. So yeah, it's a good time, Randy. I keep uh, mentioning the show notes on these podcasts and I haven't even given out the URL and that was been kind of stupid on my part, but the website guys is uh, www.octane-athletics.com. So octane-athletics.com. You'll be able to get to the podcast there Get all the show notes. We hyperlink just about everything we share with you, so it makes it really easy for you to find uh, the articles that we reference or the the product recommendations that we that we make. You guys can get to those very easily on uh, 
on the website. Also, head over to Facebook, so facebook.com slash Octane Athletics. Like the page and uh, leave any questions you've got for the show. Every other week or so, we're going to do Q&A segment where you know, we take questions from you and we, we get answers for you. So leave the questions there. If, you, uh, if it's a personal question or you want to be anonymous, uh, leave it as a, as a private message, as Randy calls it, a PM. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get that answer for you and uh, we'll keep it anonymous for you head over to Facebook and, and let's use that as a tool to, to collaborate as well. I think that's really important. That's what Randy and I are trying to do this whole podcast for is to kind of inform and educate a bit. Please like us. Yes. Like us. It's important to both of us. Um, you know, Randy, I was doing some work this week and, um, you know, the try shop up in Plano, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of that place as you know, and do some speaking up there and, um, from time to time. And last week was their third birthday party. So uh, happy birthday to the try shop. Um, but they had a seminar series that was going on all weekend and I went up there and checked a couple of them out. And one of the ones that Mike Sexton did on Sunday that I didn't get to sit in on, but he told me about, and I said, Hey man, I'm going to borrow some of this information for the podcast. And he's like, okay, go ahead. The, the value in dollars versus the time that you pick up of some of the purchases that we make, especially in triathlon. Oh, great. So I wanted to share some, some data points and I've got five articles guys that I'm going to share with you on the show notes. So this is studied information. This is not just something I'm pulling out of thin air. Um, I'm going to give you some information to consider when you're thinking about bikes uh, I'm going to talk about bikes, I'm going to talk about aero bars, I'm going to talk about race wheels, and I'm going to talk about aero helmets. So kind of all things about the bike segment of a triathlon, because like it or not, that's where you spend most of your time, at least if you're doing it right. So um, let's say we're riding a road bike, and we're thinking about getting, uh, we're just on a road bike, no clip-on aero bars, no nothing, uh, and we're thinking about getting uh, into a triathlon bike and, and we're kind of wondering, you know, this, this is an expensive proposition, right? Randy, I mean, you're looking at yeah, two grand probably minimum for a good triathlon bike, right? Yeah. Um, and you can go on up the P5 Cervelo is a eleven twelve thousand $12,000 bike, right? Or more. So you could spend a lot of money on these things more than a lot of people spend on their car. Yeah. So let's evaluate that purchase for a bit. What do you think just clipping aero bars on your road bike with the appropriate fit for those aero bars will get you over the course of a 112-mile bike ride in an Ironman? What do you think the benefit in time would be? Oh, boy. Um, well, I think the benefit's going to be a couple, two or three-fold. Uh, I think just from the aero benefit, I think you will see, I'm going to say 10 minutes. Okay. It's 16 to 18 minutes. Oh my goodness. Now, granted, you have to do the right thing here. You can't just clip some arrow bars on and leave the fit alone, not make any other adjustments and get that benefit. But studies show that getting the right arrow bars and the right fit just on a road bike over a 112 mile bike leg of an Ironman will pick you up 16 to 18 minutes. Okay. That's, that's worth the 40 bucks or whatever they are to get to that. They're, they're good, good pair of arrow bars going to run you about 200 bucks. Right. Oh, you okay. Could, well, yeah, so that. you're going to spend a little money, but it's 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 16 to 18 minutes. Wow. What do you think the benefit of a triathlon bike versus a road bike would be oh. over the course of that same Ironman distance race? 
I like the questions. Um, okay, so we have gone from compared to just a road bike to TT bike to triathlon. Bike. Okay, so I'm going to use some logic here, and if just a set of arrow bars saves you 16 minutes. I am going to say a tri-bike will save you 25 minutes. 30 minutes wow. is the answer, Mr. Randy. I was close. Road bike to a, a, a good-fitting triathlon bike will save you as much as 30 minutes. You know what's, you know what's important about that? Tell me. It's the last 30 minutes, and those are the toughest. <laughs> yes, it's when you want off the bike the most. <laughs> so if you think about that, so that's an Ironman. If you think about that in terms of a half Ironman, right? Cut that in half. It's a 15-minute gain over the course of a half Ironman distance race, which I thought was very interesting. That's amazing. I didn't think it'd be that much. What do you think the benefits of a set of race wheels are over the course of an Ironman distance race? Okay, now I want to say I've heard this before, and it was compared, it was on the Ole distance, Olympic distance. Okay. I want to say a set of race wheels is going to save you 20 minutes. 7 minutes and 45 seconds. Ooh. So a set of Zip 808s is going to run you 2500 to $3,000, and you're going to pick up 7 to 8 minutes, right? So not the biggest bang for your buck. What do you think the benefit of the aero helmet is over the course of an Ironman distance race? Okay, I think I know this one. I think it's seven minutes or eight minutes because it almost it has more or equal benefit to race wheels, I think. That's correct. It's uh, between seven and eight minutes. So for $400 for an aero helmet, you get um, as much gain as you would get from a $2,500 or $3,000 investment in a set of Zip 808s. So, interesting information. That's great, man. So, as a recap, the aero bars on the road bike gets you 16 to 18 minutes. Going from a road bike to a triathlon bike will pick you up up to 30 minutes. Race wheels pick you up around 7.5 to 8 minutes. And uh, the aero helmet will pick you up around the same seven to eight minutes. Next time you're thinking about how to spend your, your triathlon budget, um, and most of it is, by the way, spent on the bike leg, I want you to, to think about the, the value of the dollars that you're getting. And you want to go in the order of which you, you get the most bang for your buck, right? If you've already got a road bike, you can adjust the fit and add some aero bars. Big benefit, right? If you, um, if you have uh, that set up or say you have a triathlon bike and you're not running an aero helmet, 400 bucks, you pick up a few minutes. You know, then if you look at going to a triathlon bike is a big benefit with the big cost, right? And probably the thing that people buy first, second, or third that gets them the least amount of benefit would be the race wheels. But boy, do they look great. Yeah, they do. I was going to say, we're forgetting the cool factor. And you feel faster, so you might actually be faster. So I don't know if we can quantify that, but uh, there and there is definitely ways to save on all of these things. You know, off season, uh, you know, when the new helmets come out, uh, buying used wheels. I mean, those those carbon wheels, you know, are pretty much bulletproof uh, unless they've really been gnarled up. So 
Uh, I th- actually, don't you have a set of <laughs> set of wheels you're selling right now? Yeah, no, I have a set of uh, I have a set of wheels I'm selling. I also have a set of zips that I run on my bike. I'm a race wheel guy, but uh, you know, I think it's important that we inform the folks that don't already have all this stuff. We both already have most of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Um, yeah, I think it's important. You know, I, I was going to mention this at the beginning of this talk, but I want to mention it at the end because I didn't want you guys to think that it, this was a measuring contest between the value of what I'm about to talk about and the value of this gear. But the other thing I want you guys to consider it before you go buying race wheels is those race wheels are going to get you seven minutes to eight minutes faster. Spending that same amount on a good coach for a year is going to get you a hell of a lot more than seven, eight minutes on that bike. So that's the other thing I want you guys to consider when you're factoring these things in. I did triathlon for two years without a coach. Uh, I, I've done it for over a year now with a coach. And I've set PRs um, at every running race I've done in that year, including my my half Ironmans. I completed an Ironman. It, it's made a huge difference. So I want you to not all the time be caught up in what, a, what the benefits of gear is and uh, sometimes think about what the benefits of having um, a good coach by your side along your journey would be yeah and that and that's knowledge that no one can take away from you too i mean that's you know you're learning with somebody and and you know that's uh there's a lot of value in that yeah 100 percent agree so uh randy that's kind of what i had on the on the gear from a time value of money kind of a perspective in our last segment we were going to share some must read books that we've we've got right yes okay why don't you start the first book that i bought was triathloning for ordinary mortals and that is by uh, stephen jonas and he is a doctor a medical doctor what i liked about this book is if you are new to the sport now this is Somebody that's been doing it for a while might enjoy this book, but this really is geared towards the the true beginner in triathlon. But what I like about it is he basically tells his story, and he was an older guy when he started doing triathlons, and just about you know his love for the sport. But also he gives you some real practical advice on swimming, some real basic you know advice on swimming, biking, and running, and throughout. You know, the whole book, there's sprinkled in, you know, his experiences and little race reports that he's done. And he's done everything from, you know, sprints all the way up to the full the full Monty, so the full 140.6. And the thing I really liked about it was he doesn't get into a ton of specifics when he's talking about the training weeks. But what he does really um, stress upon is the, the amount of hours that you're spending training. So it's kind of like the load, the training load is what he's really uh, about during the weeks. And he gives you sample workouts for everything from a sprint all the way up to uh, half iron. So it's a great book. You can actually get it on Amazon right now. I'm looking at it for uh, $13.74 uh, in the paperback. And it's one of those big, bigger books, kind of like a kind of textbook size. So it's a great book. I've got a copy. I, re- I would recommend it. And I've actually loaned it out to more than one person. Luckily, I've gotten it back both times. So, you know, if you're looking to get into the sport, I think it would be a, a, a worthwhile 13 or $14 investment to get this book. No, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. I'm going to add, uh, we'll, we'll alternate here. We'll do some volleying here. Uh, I think the must-have book for triathlon. You're going you're gonna to steal mine. I know it. The Triathlete's Training Bible. Yes. It's a Joe Friel book. It's uh, literally the Bible when it comes to training. Yeah. Friel is, uh, you just, you really just, he does nobody measures up to the guy. Everything that's in the, what goes on in the sport from a training and coaching perspective can, not everything, but most things can, can be uh, referenced back to Joe Friel. And this is as much a book as it is a reference guide. Um, I still pull it out from time to time, look things up, get, get ideas, refresh myself. It's a great one. You can get it on Amazon now. I think I'm looking here right now. I've got it pulled up. Uh, used price six thirty four, and you know, just buy it used in, in good condition. But you know, if you want it new, ten bucks. Um, so it's definitely um, it's a great, great book, and I think one that you've got to have it if you're going to be a triathlete. I agree a hundred percent. And the great thing is, I mean, it really, it it really kind of breaks down and and reconstructs how to build a a year long training schedule and um it's amazing you know it talks about periodization uh, everything so i can't say enough about that book i've got one on my shelf out in the uh out in the office did i steal yours then that you stole one of them but okay I've, i gotta hold my okay so i'm gonna switch mine up the triathlon training by i'm kidding um it's 80 slash 20 running run stronger and race faster by training slower and that is by matt Fitzgerald and there's a lot of science out there that talks about go slow and easy on your easy days and go hard on your hard days and in a nutshell that's what this book is all about so it's a great I mean if you're I'm kind of into the sciencey part of it so it really goes and talks about the the history of different training programs uh, for the elite endurance athletes, you know, really for in the last 50 years and how some of the training has changed and really the science to back up this school of thought, if you will, uh, about 80-20. So it's a great book. It's an easy read. I got it on the Kindle. You can get it for eight bucks on the Kindle or you can get the hardcover for, I think, uh, 10 or 11 bucks on Amazon. So 80-20 running. Uh, Run Stronger and Race Faster by Training Slower, and that is by Matt Fitzgerald. And he's got a pretty awesome pedigree. I think uh, he's a columnist for Runner's World or something like that. That's good. You're going to have to lend me that one on your uh, your Kindle app. I will do it. Um, one that's pretty new, but from a guy that I've actually met and uh, listened to speak one time, and he's a phenomenal coach. Matter of fact, he's uh, Meredith Kessler's uh, coach who just won Ironman Arizona. Mac Dixon wrote The Well-Built Triathlete Turning Potential into Performance. So really, really good one. I just finished this one. What I love about Matt is he will talk to you about swimming, biking, and running, but he is going to talk to you about recovery and, and rest, and he's going to talk about nutrition. He's going to talk about flexibility, strength. Matt believes that well-built triathletes, just like the uh, – the book's title says, all include those topics. It's not just being great at swim, bike, and run. It's got to be, you got to be great at all the other things to be great at those three things. So the well-built triathlete 
Turning Potential into Performance by Matt Dixon. Pretty new book, so not as many good deals on it, but Kindle's 10 bucks. Um, paperback is uh, about 15 bucks. It'll is what it'll run you. So that's another good one. Cool. All right, I've got another. Right, one more each. One more each. Okay. All right. Um, my the next one is is called Fifty Shades of. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, now this next one is called The Courage to Start: A Guide to Running for Your Life, and it is by John Bingham. And John is also known as the Penguin because that's what he referred to himself as looking like when he would run. Uh, starting out was a penguin. Uh, really, this book is is for everybody. Um, even if you're an elite runner, it's really inspiring. It talks about really some of the more psychological and spiritual aspects of running and really how John felt, you know, how he felt out of place initially at a lot of his races, how he kind of had delusions of grandeur once he started getting a little bit faster and he started to race thinking that he was going to win some of his races and ultimately how he became, you know, very uh, satisfied with not winning races. So it's a great book. And if you are just starting out in the sport or wanting to get into endurance activities, I can't recommend this book more highly than I am right now. I mean, it's the courage to start great book, really, you know, endurance sports are for everybody type of a book. So, um, Kindle 940, uh, and I, this one's been out for a while. Uh, John Bingham's wrote a, a series of books, so you can probably get this one real cheap on Amazon in a, a hard copy. And actually, the guys over at uh, Back of the Pack Endurance, it's another podcast that I would recommend. They're going to have this guy on, so he's actually going to be a guest. So if you get a chance, you know, check out that podcast. It's a great podcast. It's what really inspired me to to want to podcast. So great, um, uh, great podcast. So Back of the Pack Endurance. All right. That one sounds good. My last book it's one of my favorite ones. I finished this one probably six months ago, and I'll probably read this one again this year coming up. It's called You Are an Iron Man, How Six Weekend Warriors Chase Their Dream of Finishing the World's Toughest Triathlon. It's by Jacques Steinberg. The book's been around a while. Matter of fact, you can pick it up but used on paperback on Amazon right now for $1.70. So, yeah, if you don't, kind of like the uh, my, my warrior bars, if you don't, if you buy this book for a buck seventy and you don't like it, let me know and I'll give you two bucks. Um, but what I like about the book is a lot of these books talk about, you know, like if you read Iron War, for example, it's the, it's the book that was written by Matt Fitzgerald, actually, about uh, Dave Scott and Mark Allen and how they went after it Iron Man year after year. Um, this one's not about the pros. It's about people like you and I. It talks about how they prepared and how, what the events looked like for them. They taught, In this book, they talk about folks that finish, talk about folks that don't finish, how that felt to them, talk about going back and finishing after not finishing. So it's a really, really great book. Again, You Are an Iron Man, How Six Weekend Warriors Chase Their Dream of Finishing the World's Toughest Triathlon by Jacques Steinberg. For for $1.70 or $2 new, I would say you could take a flyer on this one and uh, get your money's worth for sure, if, if not more. It's funny is I've actually got that on my Kindle. I bought that when I went on a cruise, and I didn't read it. Uh, so I'm going to read that after I get done with uh, one of my other books. That's good, man. Definitely want to 
definitely want to give that one a read. Um, all right, Randy, I'm gonna let's wrap up here. So, um, all right, buddy. Sponsors, we hadn't even mentioned those guys. Gatorade Endurance is a special formulation of Gatorade for endurance athletes. Um, you're not going to find this at your local grocery store. You're going to find it uh, at running and triathlon specialty stores for the most part. And again, it is specially formulated for endurance athletes. So higher levels of potassium, sodium, good carbohydrates. Um, also happens to be the on-course hydration for Ironman for the next three years in the United States. So no more power bar perform. Uh, Ironman will be going back to Gatorade and Gatorade Endurance. So train with what's on course, uh, and that's going to be Gatorade Endurance. They have not only the Endurance Formula drink, but they have incredibly good chews that Randy's a big fan of. They're yummy. Uh, Gator Lights is Gatorade's specific formulation for salt. That's a great product. I use it myself. Second sponsor for us is the DFW Tri Club. Uh, DFWTriClub.com, uh, local group, uh, 400 or so athletes. We have about a thousand, thousand workouts a year that are coached. Uh, nine coaches on staff, all USAT certified coaches. A really great group of folks. Randy's a member of the club. Great club. Uh, I coach for him. And beyond the workouts, it's just a phenomenal way to make friends and associate yourself with uh, people that enjoy the things that you enjoy. Even before I was a coach for him, I was a member and I learned a lot from the other members. So I'm a huge fan of triathlon clubs in general. So if you're not in the local area here, find your local club and join it. It's it's a it's a best way to make training fun. Do it as a group. So dfwtriclub.com, dfwtriclub.com slash calendar for the workout calendar. There's a link there to the coaches. You can go check out My Ugly Mug, read profiles on the coaches, get help there if you need it from a coach. So we appreciate the DFW Strike Club and their sponsorship of the podcast, and we urge you guys to check that out. Randy, uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up, so we're going to have to figure that out for next week's podcast. We may be doing that remote after uh, taking in some turkey, but... Yes. We'll get one done and out to the masses next week as well. Uh, any parting shots, brother? No, man. I enjoyed it. It's a little different being remote, but I think we uh, I think we pulled it off. We got through it. Now if I could just get the dog to stop barking, I'll be that much happier. So. Hey, man. It's the real world. It is. All right, guys. We'll have a phenomenal week and weekend, and uh, we will talk to you in about a week. Thanks a lot. Bye.